gospel lesson today is from the 25th chapter of Matthew, starting at the 31st verse. Jesus is speaking and saying, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. And all nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from the other, as a shepherd separates sheep from goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. And then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry, and gave you food, and thirsty, and gave you drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? Then the king will answer them. Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? And then he will answer them. Truly, I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. And then we pick up today on this reign of Christ, or sometimes called Christ the King Sunday. The prophet Ezekiel in the 34th verse, chapter, starting at the first verse. The word of the Lord came to me, says the prophet Ezekiel. Immortal, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, to the shepherds, Thus says the Lord God, Ah, you shepherds of Israel who have been feeding yourselves, should not shepherds feed the sheep? You eat the fat... You clothe yourselves with the wool. You slaughter the fatlings. But you do not feed the sheep. You have not strengthened the weak. You have not healed the sick. You have not bound up the injured. You have not brought back the strayed. And you have not sought the lost. But with force and harshness, you have ruled them. 
So they were scattered because there was no shepherd. And scattered, they became food for all the wild animals. My sheep were scattered. They wandered all over the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered all over the face of the earth with no one to search or seek for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, says the Lord, because my sheep have become a prey... And my sheep have become food for all the wild animals, since there was no shepherd. And because my shepherds have not searched for my sheep, but the shepherds have fed themselves and have not fed my sheep. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, I am against the shepherds. I will demand my sheep at their right hand and put a stop to their feeding the sheep. No longer shall the shepherds feed themselves. I will rescue my sheep from their mouths so that they may not be food for them. For thus says the Lord God, I myself will search for my sheep and I will seek them out. As shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among their scattered sheep, so I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from the places to which they have been scattered on the day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them from the peoples and gather them from the countries and I will bring them into their own land and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the watercourses and in all the inhabited parts of the land. I will feed them with good pasture and the mountain heights of Israel shall be their pasture and there they shall lie down in good grazing. And they shall feed on rich pastors on, their mount, on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek the lost. I will bring back the strayed. I will bind up the injured. I will strengthen the weak, but the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them with justice. Therefore, says the Lord God to them, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you pushed with the flank and shoulder and butted at the weak animals with your horns until you scattered them far and wide. I will save my flock. They shall no longer be ravaged. I will judge between sheep and sheep, and I will set them over, and I will set over them one shepherd, my servant David. He shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God. My servant David shall be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. Friends, this is the word of God. 
Thanks be to God. So when you flip through YouTube, do you ever see these bizarre things? There's all kinds of bizarre things when you flip through YouTube. And I was flipping through the other day, and I saw this young farmer, and he was standing on a mound of hay, and I couldn't figure out what he was doing. And he reached into this hay, and he started pulling like this. And he pulls out these two things, and I'm like, what are those? Are those sticks? What's he doing? And keeps pulling, and he gets about, gets whatever this thing is up to about up here, and I realize it's the, it's the back half of a sheep. He's pulling the sheep out of this mound of hay. And he keeps pulling and pulling and pulling and gets to about here, and the whole sheep now is out of the hay. And he stands it up and it goes and it runs off and it joins its friends over wherever they were playing and grazing and doing whatever it is that sheep do. And I start listening to, and so, you know, and I never listen to audio when I look through those things. So I've tur- I went back and I turned it back on and listened to the audio. And he is explaining that so sheep, remember the sermon that I preached? Where, Sarah Beth isn't here. Sarah Beth really loved that sermon about how stupid sheep are. Sheep are stupid. Well, here's, an, here's another example I have learned from this YouTube video. He was explaining that if he had not gone and gotten that sheep out of the hay, sheep are so dumb that it would have just laid there and either suffocated or starved to death, not realizing that it was in hay that it could have gotten out of. Dumb. Really dumb animals. So he, so sheep need help. And in this instance, he had to go and pull the sheep out of the hay so that it could move and breathe and live and whatever. Sheep truly are not... It is not a compliment when the Bible compares us as Jesus followers or Israel as God's people to sheep. If sheep get stuck on a hill and they're facing the wrong way, they can't figure out how to turn around. Remember this the next time you're teaching a child who seems especially obstinate or difficult. Like, it could be a sheep. They don't even know how to turn around. Sheep need help. And they need good shepherds to help them. And in today's text, what we hear about, particularly in the first half, is that the shepherds are no good. The shepherds do not care to care for the sheep. The shepherds only have their own interest in mind. Now, let's be abundantly clear. This is a Sunday called the reign of God, the reign of Christ, or Christ the King Sunday. We have moved away in American Christianity from saying Christ the King because we don't have kings. And if I read one more commentary this weekend about how we as Americans can't understand monarchy because we don't have one, 
I was going to scream. I don't think we're quite that dense. You know what a king is, don't you? But we've moved away from that language. We want to talk about the reign of Christ now. Regardless of what we're talking about there, it's a political statement. Ezekiel is taught, when he's talking about the shepherds of Israel, he's talking about the former kings of the nation. He's talking about the utmost, topmost political leaders. So everybody who says, keep politics out of church, needs to read your Bible once. And realize it is a completely political document. But why? Because the shepherds aren't doing what God insists they do. Shepherds have a job, a God-given task to engage in, and they're not doing it. And what is their task? Strengthen the weak, heal the sick, bind the injured, bring back the strayed, seek the lost. This, this is the only political statement I'm really going to make besides the fact that the Bible is a political document. I sincerely wonder what American politic would look like if we did those things, those five things. Strengthen the weak, heal the sick, bind the injured, bring back the strayed, seek the lost. I suspect it would look like something none of us have ever seen before. It's not what we do. It's not where we place our priorities. But it is definitely where God has placed God's priorities. This is what we ought to be doing. And he says, shepherds, you didn't do it. I'm done with you. I'm going to find somebody better. And the better one is going to be one of the line of David. This is not a coincidence, right? We're getting ready for Christmas. The line of David is coming. We're going to hear that Jesus is of the line of David. So the one that is going to replace the bad shepherds and be the good shepherd is the one of the line of David who is Jesus. The good shepherd, Jesus. And we all think we know what the good shepherd is. If you hear Psalm 23, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then it goes on to describe all the things that the shepherd does and gives. Makes me lie down in green pastures, restores my soul, gives me water, even gets a little jab in at my enemies. And goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life because of the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. Bad shepherds don't take care of the sick, don't tend to those in need, don't feed the hungry and clothe the naked, don't seek the lost. Oh, but the good shepherd does. The good shepherd does. It's not a coincidence that the text says that Jesus is the great physician. It is not a coincidence that we hear that Jesus, Jesus, the good shepherd, brings us living water and food for our souls. It's not a coincidence that Jesus leaves the 99 sheep. Now, this does not sound like a good shepherd. If you owned a sheep flock and your your shepherd manager left 99 sheep to go after one, you would fire that guy. It's bad business, it's bad management, but the good shepherd leaves those 99 to go and find that one lost, lone, desperate soul. (laughs) And that makes no sense at all, unless you're that one. The bad shepherds have been replaced. And the good shepherd has come to lead the way. Thanks be to God. Amen.